You're listening to Sourced with Stu Finer. Hello, folks. Ready to roll. Podcast number 23 on his drop dead gorgeous day in July. And finally, it's the All-Star break. And for most of you, the All-Star break really doesn't mean anything. It means that you can't bet baseball, pretty much. You gotta bet horses. I guess now you could bet soccer, you could bet lacrosse also, for that matter. Soccer's going on. But for me, it's the only time of the year that I can actually go... Because as you know, there is action 362 days of the year. Now, I do not count the home run hitting contest as action. That's fun. And now, thank God, I don't even count the All-Star game as action. It's just fun. Because they've changed the rule where the All-Star game no longer applies to who would have home field in the World Series. So now it's what it is. It's fun. It's absolutely fun. It is, of course, you want to win, but it's not life or death. And for me personally, I have off from right this moment through really Friday. They added an extra day to the All-Star break. There's one game on Thursday upcoming, which I'll probably give for free, so it won't matter. So I have literally off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Now, my normal schedule, just so you know what goes on, I get up at 4.45 a.m. I do my prayers and meditation. I have a breakfast. And then I start studying. I start studying. Because remember what I do for a living, advising gamblers on the outcome of sporting events since 1982 is extremely difficult. The degree of difficulty is as high as humanly possible. I am trying to do the impossible, which is win money gambling. And again, let's take it to another level. Have people pay me to win money gambling, which is stepping the bar even higher, raising the bar. So I am always under the gun. I am always performing, so to speak. I'm always on. I have no time to relax. I have no time to just be serene, calm, because I'm always looking to perform. I'm always looking to produce. You just never know when somebody desperately is going to call me against the wall and needs to win. And of course, I explain to them that anything short-term is a complete crapshoot. Any day or any week, Anything can happen. You give me 30 days, I'm probably going to do extremely well, or I have an opportunity where the odds are with me, in my favor. Now, you give me a full season, and I'm going to win. 
I'm going to win overall. But every day, people are calling me, and remember what I do for a living. People are not calling me happy. People are not calling me joyous and free. People are calling me jammed up, crushed, buried, destroyed, backs against the wall. My clientele normally has put themselves in the jackpot. So they're saying, Stu, I bet over my head and I'm fucking buried. I need help. Stu, I've been doing really, really poorly for weeks and months on end, and I've gone through almost all my money. I saw you. I reach out to you through Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and I absolutely desperately need to win right now. Meanwhile, the person's lost for a week, two weeks, a month, two months, buried, and now I have to win tonight. Tonight. They're at wit's end. Then I have people who, Stu, I'm in Vegas for a bachelor party. I'm only here tonight. I gotta win. I have 50 people with me, I gotta win. So again, there's extreme pressure on me to perform and it has to be immediate. It's immediate. Some people call me at a quarter to seven for a 705 game and they're like, Stu, I just paid you X. I, I'm gonna bet X on this game and I need the seven o'clock game goes in 12 minutes. So in other words, bang. So my normal routine is I have to be prepared. Let me tell you something about me, Stu Finer. I am always prepared. I always dot my I's and cross my T's. I have a lot of layers to Stu Finer. Yes, my, co my comedic work, comedy is extremely funny. That I could do off the cuff. That I could do at a random notice because I'm just normally funny. I will do anything for a joke there's nothing I won't do, literally nothing, and that pretty much comes natural, okay? But when you're talking about analyzing, handicapping, and trying to predict the future, that is so difficult, it is impossible for the normal individual to do. And as you know, when you've gambled, you've gotten killed on your own. Most of you people come to me because I'm funny, but there's a percentage of people, new people I'm talking about, come to me because they need to win. I have to be prepared, no matter what. I have to be on point. I have to, in advance, be ready for a phone call at a moment's notice, be ready for a text at a moment's notice, and bang, I want to perform. Because my normal clientele is in their 50s, 60s, and 70s. And then obviously, as we've spoken about before, due to the experience and the exposure and the relationship through the internet and through Barstool, I now have a tremendous clientele that's anywhere between 13 to 30. And the 13 to 30 year olds are out of control. They're crazy. They're insane. At a moment's notice, they're going to Vegas, and now you can go to Atlantic City, and now you could bet at Mammoth, and now you could bet at racetracks. So in other words, you can go to the Meadowlands that just opened. So now you got crazy situations happening. Situations that have never been available to the young audience now. They like to go right to the Meadowlands, brand new. They like to go to Monmouth, brand new. They like to go to Vegas, which they always were able to do, but now they do even more, and they love Atlantic City. 
they roll into the Borgata, you're able to bet sports. That is a dream come true for the youth of America, and especially the East Coast. So now more than ever, bang, I have to be on point. So 4.45 a.m., I get up, do my prayers, do my meditation, start studying the games. Then I do a workout because I got to burn the energy Uh, negative energy, positive energy, I got to burn it so I'm at an even keel. That's what exercise does for me. Puts me at an even keel. I burn all past negative energy, past positive energy. I don't worry about yesterday. I don't worry about tomorrow. It makes me whole and very on point with real time right this second. So that when I'm getting the hundreds of texts I get a day, when I'm getting hundreds of phone calls that I get a day, I can feel them in a very professional, very proper, very on-point manner. I could discuss with the client what his needs are, what his desires are, what his expectations are, and they tell me basically a history of where they're at, how bad it's been, because it's never good. You know, you gotta understand something. I never get a call from someone to go, hey, Stu, I've been doing amazing. I'm winning. I got a big bankroll. And now I saw you. Because if that's the case, they're not calling me. People only call me after they lost all their fucking money because they think they can do what I do on their own. They think they can be Stu Finer. They think it's easy. Team A's playing Team B. How fucking hard can that be? Well, as you know, pretty fucking hard. As you know, if it was that easy, and if 95% of the world did not get crushed, you wouldn't be able to bet. But you can bet because it's impossible to win. It's very hard to win. So, this all-star break is so precious to me. It is such a needed release, a needed, enjoyable 72, 96 hours of anybody that calls me, I can put off until Friday. Anybody that calls me, I'm not immediately having to answer the text in a moment's notice. Because I pride myself. You call me, I answer the phone. You text me, I'm texting you right fucking back. You email me, I'm emailing you in moments, in seconds. I immediately jump on the situation because I do not know the severity or the plight of the client, the plight of the individual, the plight of you. And you know it on your own, a lot of you. You've got really in bad shape gambling. You've hurt your bankroll. You've hurt yourself. You've hurt yourself physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. And it's not that you just lose money. If all you ever did was lose money, you probably could deal with that, not a big deal. But it wrecks your life overall a lot of times. Now you're edgy, you're on edge, you hate yourself, you wanna beat yourself up. There's a tremendous amount of remorse. You can't fucking believe you did what you did. You can't believe you did this again, over and over again. So you beat yourself up. You might do some things to yourself extremely self-destructive, whether it's overuse of alcohol, overuse of drugs, overuse of sex, improper sex, you might make really bad decisions that could wreck your fucking life because you lost money gambling. 
So the gambling does not just stay gambling. You don't just lose money and that's fucking it. Hey, I lost a ball game or I lost a week in a row or I lost a month in a row and I lost X amount of money. But then you have to deal with the emotional baggage that comes with that. You might be a bitch to your girlfriend and you might lose her over it. You might be a bitch to your parents and you might damage that relationship. You might be a bitch to your friends and that might damage their relationship. You might be not responsible at work because your mind is not there. You're not on point. You can't give 100% because you're worried about other things like how much fucking money you lost gambling. And because of the gambling, you went to a strip club. And because of the strip club, you lost your fucking wallet. You lost your credit card. You don't even know how much money you spent. You have no idea how you got home. Or you're in some girl's apartment. You don't even know her name. Now, she went to work. You're sitting on the bed. You're late for work. You had a deadline. You had an appointment. You got fired from your fucking job. Or you're driving in a car and you get in a fucking car accident because your mind is not where it should be. Because you're living these things with gambling live rent-free in your head and they fuck you up. So when people call me, I'm there for them. I'm a psychiatrist. I'm a psychologist. And I also am a good loving person and a child of God. And I've been there, done that. I've done all these things. I fucked up relationships. I fucked up my life. I have blown opportunities because of gambling. So I know what it is to feel like that because I've been there and I've done it infinitum. Remember, I was in my teens once. I was in my 20s once. I was in my 30s once. And I learned. But that was after teens and 20s and 30s. That was after 20 years of making every motherfucking mistake possible. That was after being hitting rock bottom. Certain cases losing millions of dollars. Certain cases losing tens of millions of dollars on business deals that I fucked up. Real relationships that I fucked up friends that I fucked up, so on and so forth. So I've been there. I've done that. That's why I'm so valuable to the world. That's why I'm a living legend and I'm not tooting my horn and I'm not patting me myself on the back because, because of all my failures, I've become extremely knowledgeable, successful. And because I'm a giver, and I'm not a troll, and I'm not a scumbag, and I'm not looking to rob you, and I don't need your fucking money, that I'm really honest. Now, if you can get someone who has so much experience and wealth of knowledge and wealth of failures and successes squished together, and they are willing to spend their time with you and share gut level with you and really be in tune and listen to you, then you got somebody special. Then you got a living legend, hence Stu fucking Fina. So now, for 72 hours to 96 hours, I'm released from the burden of the world. I'm released from everybody's motherfucking problems. I'm released from having to perform, having to win. You think it's easy being me. Everybody wants to be me. And that's the truth, too. I'm not fucking around. I mean, I am not fucking around. You might not want to be five, four, and three quarters. 
you might not want to have a compulsive overeating problem, a gambling problem, a drug problem, sexual behavior problems, abusive language problems, compulsive spending problems, being super selfish. But you do want to be me because men want to be me. Women want to eat my ass, fuck me, blow me, taste my cum. And they're not going to rat me out. They're going to fucking slide into my DM. And they fucking just want an hour with me. You know why? Because I'm fucking fun. Because I'm exciting. Because I have energy. Because I'm a living legend. And it's only because of my failures that I'm a living legend. You see, it's not because of my successes. It's because of my failures that I have not been dead. I should have been dead 50 times, 100 times, 200 times. You cannot believe the situations I put myself in. I'm not going to really tell you them. They're none of your fucking business, okay? But I put myself in hundreds of life or death critical holy fuck situations that are psycho scary. And I've lived to tell about them. I've lived to tell my experiences, not specific details. I'm not a rat. And I don't want to put anybody in the jackpot because I would honestly tell you, but I would put people in trouble and that's never going to fucking happen. I die before I'm a rat. But the point becomes is that this all-star break for me is the three to four days that I just get to unwind. And I really don't need much. I have conditioned my life I've conditioned my soul, I've conditioned my mind, I've conditioned my body that all I need is 96 hours. All I need is 96 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours, no games, no action, no performance, not having to talk to people on the phone, hear their problems. It's why psychologists and psychiatrists go fucking crazy. They can go crazy. They can literally go motherfucking crazy because you have to listen to everybody's plight, everybody's story, everybody's problems. 90% of the problems I'm hearing are negative. They're not positives. They're negatives. Because I tell people up front, hey, listen, if you're going to bullshit fucking me, I'm hanging up the fucking phone. So don't tell me bullshit. Tell it to your friends, tell it to your family, tell it to your psychiatrist, tell it to the people you're trying to impress. But you do not want to impress me because I do not get impressed. I don't get impressed. I really don't. If you have a snapping pussy, I don't get impressed. If you squirt, I don't get impressed. I don't get impressed. People have been on my dick since I'm 16. I don't get fucking impressed. So I ask you to be gut level honest, but... There's a price I pay for handling business like that. There's a price I pay because then you're honestly going to tell me what the fuck's going on. And then I honestly am now invested in your motherfucking life. And I have to actually listen to you. And then I actually have to talk to you like you're my son, like you're my brother, like you're my friend. And I, most of the time, you don't listen to a word I fucking say anyway. Most of the time, you do not listen. You just do whatever the fuck you want anyway. But at least I tell it like it is. I'm fucking real with you. I am real. Most of you are gambling way over your fucking head. Most of you should never gamble for the rest of your fucking lives. Most of you don't have the discipline. You don't have the structure. You don't have the emotional muscle and fortitude to deal with this roller coaster. And you don't have the money. Period. 
And you've already fucked yourself so bad that it's impossible to actually get out of the hole. You see, I don't deal with people that go, hey, never gambled in my life, never have any experience with this, let's saw it from Jump Street. Because those people, few and far between, are with me forever. Because those people understand the rules forever. I teach them how to do it from Jump Street. I don't have to make up for your past mistakes, your past nightmares, your past failures, your emotional fucking baggage that comes with you, okay? But that's not really what we're dealing with here. So, I so love this moment. I so love talking to you right now. I so love sitting on the couch not watching any fucking sporting events, not looking for any scores, not looking for what the line is today, what the line is going to be, all the pitchers, how many days rest have they had, how much work have they done, how much bullpen sessions have they done, what is the report on them, then what players are playing, what players are not playing, what players could be scratched right before the game goes. Because it's a constant variation what I do. I could do all my work, I study between four and seven hours a day, and then I have at least five hours of prep work before I do the four to seven hours a day. So I'm on the clock all the time. Then I'm talking to people eight hours a day. That's why I really don't sleep. I got no time to sleep. Then I got to fit in my family, four children, a wife, my best friends. And then I got to fit in some relationship with God. I have to work out. I have to stay on point with my food. So there's a lot of things working here. And I have a lot of people on my dick, not to suck it, but to make sure I'm on point. Hundreds of people rely on me on a momentary basis to give 100%, not to be accurate all the time, not even to win all the time, not even to win every week, but to at least know that in their balls, Stu Finer has given 100% with what he does. He didn't just take a fucking dart and throw it against the wall and spew out bullshit. Whether it's talking about your life, talking about your relationship, talking about your parents, talking about your mother, your father, your grandmother, your grandfather. What are you supposed to do with your money? How do you become successful? Should you buy the house now? Where are you investing your money? Should you really be going to Vegas? Mammoth just opened. Should you be betting your fucking ball sack? You roll into the Meadowlands first time ever. Should you have just lost 5000 Or should you have just won 5000 Now, let me explain something to you. Winning money... Gambling is much more dangerous than losing money gambling. Winning money gambling puts you in an euphoric state. It, you feel untouchable. You feel special. You feel like God. It's a high. It's an incredible high. It is something that really can't be matched if you love the gambling and you love the thrill. Because when you win, you have Way too much confidence. Way too much confidence. You think you walk on water. You think you're Jesus Christ. You think you're Stu Finer. You think there's nothing you can't do. Hey, I just won money gambling. That was the easiest money I ever won. Hey, Stu, you just won on a roll for me and you won a day in a row, a week in a row, a month in a row. Stu, do you realize you've won 40 out of 42 days? Do you realize how much money I, I've just won? I don't need to go to school. I don't need to work. I want to make money quick and simple. I want to be a professional gambler. So winning money 
is much more dangerous than losing money. Much more dangerous than losing money. Losing money is a reality check. It hurts, but it's at least real. It fucking wakes you up. It's like, you might be a little groggy, but the minute you get your fucking teeth kicked in, it wakes you up. You really have to evaluate, are you ever wanting to feel this way again? Winning money gambling, winning feels great. There's nothing wrong with winning. Winning, I just bought a car. I just bought a house. I just was so emotionally high. I gave away all the money. Gave it away to people that need it because I'm a giver, because I'm special, because I want me gambling. And it really teaches you really bad habits. As if the world owes you a motherfucking favor. As if the world is your oyster because you won money gambling. So, whether you win or lose, there's consequences. It's never as simple as it seems. It's never as easy as it seems. And it always has a side effect. And that side effect, most of the time, is not going to help you. Winning or losing. Not going to help you. Because most people need to be emotionally secure to gamble. Emotionally even keel. Now, how many of you are fucking even keel? Think about it. Now, you might give the face to the world they even keel. To your parents, to your friends, to your significant others. But when you're alone with yourself, are you emotionally secure? Are you emotionally stable? Do you have emotional muscle that you can intelligently make a decision based on facts rather than emotions? Based on real facts, based on real work that you've done for yourself, to yourself, and you know that I really want to do this because I've done the homework. Stu, I've studied myself. Stu, I've made a really good decision based on Hours of work, days of work, weeks of work, months of work, okay? Because most of you do not do that. Most of the world does not do that. And that's why most people fail and most people are fuck-ups and most people put themselves in a jackpot and most people work for other people because they've trashed their ability to really blossom into who they be, who they want to be. They failed so many times or they've made so many bad mistakes they don't trust themselves and they'd rather be a sheep than the shepherd. And that's really the fucking reality of life. So these four days, I don't have to worry about this. These four days, I just fucking lay around. I hug my trees, which I love my motherfucking trees. I love my house. I, I love my house more than anybody has ever loved a fucking house. It was a dream. When I was in seventh grade, I worked her as a landscaper. I said, by the grace of God, I'm gonna buy the house, and I fucking did. I don't want to do anything else. I don't want to buy another house. Yeah, when I had when I had 30, 40, 50 million bucks rolling, I had more money than fucking anybody. Anybody. Uh, in the 80s and the 90s, I was one of the wealthiest people on Long Island before the internet whacked me because I wasn't ready for it. I could have bought fucking anywhere in the world. I didn't want it. I don't want it. If I made a billion dollars today, I'm living in this fucking house. I'm sleeping in this fucking bed. I'm swimming in this fucking pool. And I don't really need the upgrades. I need nothing. I like hugging my trees, walking on my fucking lawn, 
picking up the garbage off the lawn, and just enjoying life here. Here is my happy place. So I've been really lucky because I found it at a young age. I went after it at a young age. I was extremely disciplined at a young age. I dotted my I's, I crossed my T's. I didn't make many decisions that were really insane. And I really, really had it all early. And then I trashed it. And then I built it up again, trashed it again, built it up again, trashed it again. So now that I'm 50 fucking seven, 57, I have a pretty good idea of who I am and what I want to do. So these next four days, I hang out on my pirate ship, hang out on my swing, play on the trampoline, have a catch with my sons, have a catch with my friends, hug my fucking trees, run five miles, run 10 miles, walk five miles, walk 10 miles, swim in my pool, do 10 laps, 20 laps, 50 laps, 100 laps, do 25 sets of 25 push-ups, 25 sets of 25 sit-ups. Do planks for an hour, five minutes on, five minutes off, five minutes on, five minutes off. That's all I really need in life. Fuck my wife. I'm a fucking happy camper. I really am. I'm a happy camper. At the end of the day, I'm extremely simple. I'm a very simple man. Now, do I like the pomp and circumstance? Of course. Do I love going to concerts? Absolutely. Do I love going to ball games? Fuck yeah. But at the end of the day, I am the best stew I can be in my den that I've been since 1990 and just relax. Take it easy. Hug my trees. Play with the blades of grass on my fucking lawn. That's all I fucking need. That's really all I need. Make sure the landscaping looks nice. Watering my plants. I love it. I fucking love it. And that's what I normally do over the next four days. Now, in the past, in the 80s, wasn't really that case because the minute All-Star break started, let's get a couple of fucking eight balls. Let's go to Atlantic City. Let's lose 20,000. Let's lose 50,000. Let's eat like I'm fucking Caligula going to the fucking chair. Let's get the women. Let's get the whores. Let's do whatever the fuck we got to do. Okay. That was in the 80s. That was when I was in my teens and my 20s like every fucking buddy else in the world. Okay. Then in my 30s, the toys became more expensive. Four days, let's fucking fly to France. Four days. Four days, let's fucking go to Italy. Let's go to the Bahamas. Let's go to the fucking the Atlantis Hotel when it first came out. I get the bridge suite. You know who's in the bridge suite? Oprah Winfrey, Michael Jordan, Stu Finer. Yes, Mr. Finer. They give me a quarter of a million dollar credit line. And I lose it in 45 minutes. 45 minutes. And then give me another quarter of a million. And I lose that in 30 minutes. So... How much peace and serenity was that losing a half a million dollars? Well, they did give me the bridge suite for free at 40000 a night. Yeah, that was fucking great. And I would roll into the Atlantis and I can eat at any fucking restaurant. $3,000 lunches, $5,000 dinners, caviar, Cristal, Dom Perignon, Krug, whatever the fuck it is. Okay. But that was a train wreck. I would take a win into a loss. So a win means I have the time to relax, unwind, 
but I would put it into a loss by gambling, by drugging, by sexing, by compulsive spending, by doing insane things. It would take me 10 hours to get somewhere, then it would take me eight hours to unwind, and then I'd have eight hours to hang out and have a great time, and then another 10 hours to get back. So by the time I get back, I needed a fucking vacation from the vacation I was supposed to have. So I'd smoke a fucking ounce of pot every day so I wouldn't feel anything, feel nothing. So I've learned what to do during my downtime. And my downtime is very, very limited. Remember, I'm on the clock almost seven days a week, 362 days a year. Seven days a week, 362. Seven, 362. It's just the way it is. And it, was, and it was that way even before the internet and before that I'm on a camera all the time. Just the way my life has been situated. So I, listen, if I was in front of you right now, I'd give you a motherfucking hug and tell you I fucking love you because I am so happy right now because I am just gonna fucking relax. I'm gonna swim in my fucking pool with not a care in the world. There are no problems. Problems, you know when problems are going to happen? Friday! I'll deal with problems Thursday night at 12.01 a.m., really, Friday morning. I'll be on the clock, 12.01 Friday morning. Then I have to fucking open up my life again to the world. I have to open up my life again to my clientele. I have to open up my life again to you. I have opened up my life again to my business my business that is performance-based like nobody's fucking business. Nobody's fucking business. And I treat it like my life is on the line every time I speak to any new client or any time I speak to any clients that reach out to me and want to talk to me about real things, real life, okay? Because I'm there, because I, I've made every motherfucking fumble, mistake, misjudgment. I've blown so many relationships, so many situations, so many things that were right in front of my nose. I've blown them. So you can't tell me about things that you're gonna do, or you have done, and you fucked up, and Stu, you don't understand. Oh, I understand everything. I understand you got venereal disease. I understand you got AIDS. I understand you got an STD. I understand it. I understand your fucking girl fucked your best friend. I understand your girl fucked your brother. I understand that you're getting married and you don't want to get married. You don't want to be a father. You don't, I understand it all. I understand you had a million dollar business ran into the ground. You work for your parents. You stole from them. You fucked up. You brought in some friends that promised the world. You brought in associates that promised the world and they fucked you over. I also understand that you have no idea what you want to do with your life. That you have no idea how you're going to be able to survive. That you might think right now that you have no shot to ever be on your own. And then I also understand how your life might be extremely fear-based, that you can't get out of your own way, 
that you always think everything's going to go wrong because so many things have gone wrong in the past that you're never going to catch the break. You're never going to be happy. You're never going to be successful. I understand. That's life. That's reality. That's everybody. That's me too. That's every person on this motherfucking earth. So I understand. But for the next 96 hours, I'm putting everything on hold. And I just enjoy me. And I like me. And I want to be with me and my family. And that's it. And there's no problems. And I don't care what the fuck rolls in my way. I say, okay, Friday, 12.01 a.m., let's handle it. Friday, we'll handle it. And then I have 362 days to battle to get back to the spot I'm in right fucking now. And I wait the whole fucking year for these times. And I wait the whole year to just be disengaged with my life. Just disengage. So that's really where I'm at right now. So as always, what I would suggest over the all-star break is you get over to BeLikeStew.com and buy every motherfucking shirt I got. Every cum towel, my new poster, posing with Saquon Barkley, all my fucking tees, and rock and roll. And if you want to purchase a package that will be back in action on Friday, get over to StuFinder.com. And I would love you to rate all my podcast on iTunes, give it a motherfucking five and sign up and follow me everywhere on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. I'd appreciate that. Thank you very much. Very grateful for your trust, for your time, for your eyeballs and your ear and for letting me in your motherfucking life. And, you know, the reason that... You will is I'm Stu Fighter, you're fucking 